aventuras del sorprendente Hombre Araña y sus increíbles amigos El Hombre de Hielo y Estrella de Fuego. Las aventuras del sorprendente Hombre Araña y sus increíbles amigos. Episode 211 for January 2013. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They have today's comics at yesterday's prices. Now, the discounts start at 38 and they go up to 75% off the cover price of new comics and trades. An example on this episode is on Venom number 32. And this one, Flash, goes up against Eddie Brock as Toxin. And he also takes on Hellstrom in New Jersey. Now the cover price is $2.99. Mail order has it for just a buck eighty-five, which is 38% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Welcome back, gang. We begin the show with the spider panel continuing to answer your dozens of message board questions. Uh, Zipline, no, uh, four posts, so con- welcome to the board. Happy holidays and good winter to you all. One question to our legal consultant, Chris. Legal question time is Doc Ock's usage of Spider-Man. Well, we already yeah. kind of hit that one up. Come to think of it, it's about it's about it's a rape question. So listen <laughs> earlier in the podcast for that. I'm sorry, Chris. We have an optional question to Chris. Let's go to this one. All right. In your profession, would you consider representing Cletus Cassidy in court following the events of the Family Feud? What? That's the Wheel of Fortune. that was the first Zeb Wells miniseries. Oh, okay, I thought it was with Steve Harvey, uh, <laughs> Carnage USA, and Minimum Carnage. How thrilling would that be? Well, at, your client want to kill you? Yeah, after he killed all those um, microverse characters, I'd represent him for free. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be worried about you. <laughs> uh, we were all happy all those bastards died. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, To everyone, mostly Brad, if Peter Parker is dead, how do you see him coming back from heaven or wherever he is? He really should be in hell. Once you make a deal with the devil and you die, the devil comes back to get his due. The devil came back to do. Show him your fiddle. (laughs) Mephisto may not have asked for Peter's soul, but bargaining with him should really earn him a trip to the netherworld. Agree or disagree? You know, Puck from Alpha Flight went to hell and he got better. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That's a really dark question. (laughs) You know, Wolverine went to hell and he got better. Um... Peter Parker can come out of this. Peter Parker, the backup thing is Peter Parker is on a backup file inside of somebody. That's what that that's the out. And I think that really you in the in, that's my theory. I mean, he, he's still in there as witnessed in, in Avenging Spider-Man. He he has those instincts to stop a criminal running away and stuff like that. So he'll come back. Um, this is this is something that I think Slot has the opportunity to do. And if he is indeed the biggest Spider-Man fan, it's got to be bugging the hell out of him to deal with the devil. Because we've been, we're still five years on talking about the deal with the devil. I, don't, I, don't, I think that even if he doesn't like that story, Marvel's not going to let him touch it because uh, yeah. I, 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 just don't, I don't see Casada or Wacker or Alonzo allowing him to, to address that. Well, oh, what? He has, well, if he does get the opportunity and he gets the okay from the bosses, he could, he could come back. And I forget who on the message board said it, but I, I agree that they it, they could bring Peter back, and that memory of the marriage comes back, and they just don't get married again, Mary Jane and Peter. I think that is a possibility that could happen. Well, well, my my version of the story is that Spider-Man merges with the spirit of vengeance and becomes Ghost Spider and uh, rides the Spider-Mobile, which catches on fire because now it's like the Ghost Spider-Mobile. And then, like, kicks Mephisto's ass. <laughs> there you go. Look into my gaze of... Yeah, what is it? That's, that's, the next, uh, that's my next prediction. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. Somebody buy a lottery ticket. Chris is on fire, literally. <sighs> to everyone who makes 
mention of the marriage on the majority of the podcasts. That would be us all. What do you think of the little nod to the, to the backup second story of Amazing 700? Is there a deep meaning to it or not since Marvel usually tries to distance themselves from the subject? Sometimes a chair is just a chair. I mean, I don't think that there was any, like, oh, you know, inherent message to Marvel or, like, stance on I mean, it was just a story, and in the story there happened to be a marriage in Spider-Man's past. I don't think it's a statement on anything. You notice that he married Mary Jane and the kids look like Gwen Stacy? <laughs> Mary Jane was you. There, there's <laughs> a interview with... Um, Dimitri. Yeah, and and Andy talks about that he purposely like made the details fuzzy, including the hair color of the bride, because you notice she's blonde at first, then she's a redhead. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, why did he do that? Just to be, just just to kind of play with you know the old man's memories and the kind of you know, like the same way that they did you know uh, Craven the Rhino and stuff. That was cool. He says that he hadn't even read the main story of the book, by the way. And it's he, just ironic they kind of matched up a little bit. Does the entire Marvel Now relaunch mean we will never get to see Amazing Spider-Man 1000? Could Superior just be renumbered as Amazing Volume 3? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll get Amazing Spider-Man. You think Marvel's going to pass up the opportunity to sell us a $50 Spider-Man 1000? Come on. It's happening. Uh, JR said that he has a daughter who drives. Did he teach her? If so, would he ever instruct Peter Parker on driving a car? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's like funny. What Jr. How'd you get from like point A to like point C? <laughs> Evidently, Jr. is the DMV now. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I, I, well, yeah. I mean, that's the uh, that's the photo <laughs> according to you that I used uh, to. Uh, <laughs> That one time when I supplied a picture of myself. Um, oh, yeah, you took a picture of your... Were you, I don't even think you were on the show when I mentioned that. That's funny. Yeah, well, no, I wasn't. I mean, I listen to the shows. Uh, I, I especially listen to the ones that I'm not on because I don't have to hit, listen to the... Because I don't have to listen to the sound of my own voice. Um, <laughs> I think, no, that's what yeah, I, I still am putting together... I still need to put that together, a picture of all of us, of what we are on the podcast. Photoshop it together. And Jr. sent me his driver's license photo because <laughs> you don't even put pictures on your Facebook page, Jr. Yeah. And, and what, well, it wasn't my driver, but it was an ID. It was a temporary ID when I was working at a bank in in South Carolina. Uh, okay. But actually, that's an out of date picture for a couple of different reasons. I'd rather not go into. But anyway, it, it's not it's not how I look like now. <laughs> but as far as the as far as the uh, n- well, no, because my brain is in somebody else's body. Um, <laughs> the uh, no, I did not, I did not teach my daughter to drive for a couple of reasons. One, my wife considers me a worse driver than my daughter at this point in time. Oh damn! Uh, second of all, you know, uh, when I learned to drive, I learned to drive in driver's ed in high school. But I guess as a result of budget cuts and shit, they don't. I mean, and here in Ohio, they don't have driver's ed. You have to take a pri- you have you have to pay a, a contractor to teach your kid to drive so they can get their license. But uh, uh, my my wife sat with my daughter. I mean, my wife wouldn't let me. You know, like I said, even after driving for more than thirty years, she still considers me a worse driver than a than an eighteen year old. Yeah, the. Um they had driver's ed when I was in high school, too, and it was my favorite class. I loved that class, and I, I learned a lot. I, I don't know. I, I, it must be a budget thing, I guess. I mean, I, I, I don't know why they got rid of it. I mean, but, uh, but uh, it's, not, it's not taught here in the high school. It's up here in, in, in northeastern Ohio. Uh, Big Al from uh, Wednesday, October 10th. Wait a minute. That's the date. He joined. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, Bertoni, could you please read a piece of Harry Osborne dialogue? From J.M.D. Mateus' spec run that is intended to be serious, and read it in your Urkel-inspired Harry voice from classics. Yeah, I don't know if I, can, I don't know how well I can still do the voice, but like when we would do recaps on classics, the different characters had voices, and when I got to Harry Osborn, he just he was such a dork back then with like his bow tie and like the way Dicko drew is yeah I know, and just like his dialogue and <laughs> so I the voice I guess it sounded like Urkel, and I hope that like subconsciously now that he said that I don't make it sound more like Urkel, but I did nothing to prepare for this. I haven't practiced. I just like said oh, crap, about half an hour ago, I have to find an issue. So uh, from Spectacular Spider-Man, number 200, Harry's Death Issue, I will be playing the role of Urkel Osborne. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, my, and my lovely assistant, Donovan Morgan Grant, will be reading for Mary Jane. 
Uh, oh no! Because oh, yeah. when I think of MJ, I think of Don. <laughs> yeah, oh, I gotta, I gotta get into the mindset to do this voice too. Don't be All an right. idiot, Mary Jane. Stop struggling. You'll kill us both. Then let me go. I will. God, I don't know if we can get through this. <laughs> Look at his face in this too. I will. I will. Just as soon as we arrive at our destination. Where, Harry? Where are you taking... Oh, no! You remember, don't you? How could any of us ever forget the place where all our hearts were forever broken, all our lives forever shadowed, the place where Gwen Stacy died? That's going to have to be NC. I, can't, I don't know if I... Oh, that was... Let's let's go to our goblin judge, Jr. How was that for an interpretation of Spec 200? <laughs> I'm trying to determine whether or not that Harry Osborne, you know, voice sounded like uh, some, you know, an old geezer or uh, I don't know. That was that, that was, was very that was, that was awesome. very disturbing. It was. I, I like With it. you like there, doll. <laughs> hey, do do Urkel Osborne imitating Mousy? <laughs> The mouse. I don't even know what he's saying. Don't you worry about the thing, Mary Jane. The mousey will take you to the bridge where Glenn Stacy died. <laughs> like a robot just shot. I'm done. I'm done. That's awesome. God. We've become a. I don't know if you guys remember, but before I was ever a listener, I said all people. I I, I put in one of the message board questions. People just try and get you to humiliate yourselves with these voices. It's oh, so funny. Though. My stomach hurts. Are people still talk about Ozcorn and and Jeff Bridges Fettinger over there. Tony Stark built this in a cave with with the mouse. part of that was that, that my, my wife was calling me now. I have to go. It's a, it's an it's an audio show, so that's what people remember. Yeah. I, I love. To the clone experts, will you be covering revelations in the Osborne Journal's one shot eventually on Clone Saga Chronicles? And so, will you be guest starring, Jr. Okay. Yeah, let's put you on the spot. <laughs> oh, okay. Let, let me. Be, let me this thing's how I'm, I'm the host. Let me be clear. We are going to be covering revelations, and it would be a federal crime if we did not have Mr. Jr. Fettinger from SpideyKicksButt.com, the ultimate goblin expert. On the show, when the Green Goblin returns, I'm just saying. We ever get to that point? How, how far? How many episodes ahead is that? That's your last episode. No, we've have, actually we have plans. We, we have plans for after Revelations. Mustache twirling. Okay, but yes, it, it, Lord willing, J.R. Fenninger. If the creek don't flood, yeah, uh, we'll be on the show if 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 if, if we can get him. J.R. just texted me. He said no. <laughs> 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 that guy's show? No! No! Why would I be on that guy's show? Hey, he was on Classics, so... Twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's funny, because I, I, almost, I almost sent a, uh, a note that said, let's avoid this, because I remember one time, and I won't say the guy's name, but he was going to ask Bailey if Bailey was going to have me on one of his shows. And I just thought that was so tacky to put Michael on the spot like that, you know, because he can't. What's he going to say? You know, I mean, and, and one Michael talks about her. Michael talked about DC, and I'm not a DC person, but it's like, you know, what, what are you going to do? You know, and yeah, <laughs> I hated that question, but I thought I'd let it slide. <laughs> Jr., they like you enough; they want to hear. More I, I appreciate. I do. I do appreciate. You were that. excellent. I do, I, I do appreciate Zach's enthusiastic. Um, you know, but uh, I like. But I like. I said sometimes I can't stand the sound of my own voice. Sometimes you sound great. Jr., what would another Jr. question? They love you. Jr., what would Norman need to do to push Peter far enough to kill him? Well, he didn't kill. It's you know actually it's a good question. He did, but but he didn't kill him when when Norman killed Gwen. He didn't kill him when he tried to kill Mary Jane and Aunt May in one swell foop. Uh, he didn't kill him in the Paul Jenkins story when he was trying to get him to kill him. Uh, he ain't gonna kill. Him. He's not gonna kill him. But the uh, the the, tr the answer would be that Norman would have to be in the process of doing something. 
something, and that would be the only way to stop him. Um, and even then, I, I don't know. I, I have a hot feeling that Peter would have a hard time pulling the trigger. Um, I Because that's – I think Peter deep down knows that he just can't – I mean, if he kills somebody, that's a line he can't – go back on. I mean, that's why Commissioner Gordon had the gun to Batman's head in Hush. You know, I mean, yeah, the Joker deserved it. Batman had every right to do it. But if he did it, he'd have crossed the line he could never come back from. So anyway, but no, Norman would have to be have to be doing something uh, to, to have that happen. Uh, Zach will be playing the role of Kevin for this question. Uh, Ke- <laughs> Kevin, has your attitude to the MC2 Spider-Girl changed since the great debate between yourself and Zach in 2008? Kevin, in quotes, go. Uh, well, if you've read my flashback reviews, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you'll know that I've uh, grown grown to love the, the title a lot more than I did back then. I, I, I believe that uh, if you read it, I actually referenced uh, Zach's uh, reviews. In that in that particular flashback series, so uh, so yeah, I, I gave it pretty high pretty high remarks and uh, always good artwork and uh, yeah. And Kevin, what do you think of Zach? Uh, he's an ass. He's. A... <laughs> <laughs> if you must know, I don't know if he's on the. Oh he. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Zach. There he is. He's right there. DC Marvel fan guy. Hey gang, I guess I'll start with Chris was right. Yeah, he was. I just want to know if any of you if you read Avenging Spider-Man 15.1, we have, because I thought that was brilliant. We all pretty much agree on that. JR, did you pick that up? Uh, I'm going to have a senior moment here. What was that again? Oh, 15.1? Uh, 15. No, no I, have, I haven't picked it up yet. It's really, really good. Really. Also, what do you, it's the best issue of Avenging ever. Uh, also, what do you think of... That's a very low bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't buy Avenging, although I've burned... Stole a couple that's, issues. So. That's what the female gym, gymnast said. That's a low bar. Also, what do you think of uh, Elektra supposedly being a sympathetic, sympathetic, sympathetic villain in Amazing Spider-Man Two? Personally, I would like Elektra to be a tough punk with powers that works for Norman Osborn or something. Just that was sense. interesting when I because he's referring to that interview with uh, Jimmy Fox, Jimmy Fox, talking about like how the storyline for Elektra. I thought that was actually a really interesting way to go with it. Personally. Yeah, he's kind of Spider-Man's friend or something inside of Oscorp and something is what the interview said. Well, he's clearly going to be somebody who's older than him, but somebody who admires Spider-Man and wants to use his powers like Spider-Man and ends up, you know, being a villain. I think that's a very interesting way to go for a superhero movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm anxious. Jamie Foxx is a good actor. I want to see Django and Chains. I think that looks good. Has anybody seen it? I had a chance to see it Christmas Day, but I had blessed work in the, in the next morning. I'm... I might see it tonight. I might see it this weekend, but I, 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 I because that's how you want to celebrate Christmas—a bunch of people shooting each other and killing each other on screen. But. I, I have seen it. I call it Die Hard. That's why. How was How'd you like Yippee it? Ki- hey, joiner. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, oh, you liked? You saw it? Yeah, cool. I, I mean, I like all Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, me so. too. Spider Venom from the Bay Area in California. Uh, question for the gang. Marvel Select has recently released some Spider-Man villain figures, such as the Lizard with the lab coat, the Rhino, the Flash, Thompson Venom, the Green Goblin, etc. I want to know what character from Spidey's universe you guys would like to see that haven't been done. Is there anybody that hasn't been done besides a spot? The Mousy. Shashan. Shashan. You would buy a Shashan action figure. I, I, I you wouldn't. Would. Um, yeah, you would. No, I would. Uh, I, 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 I don't think you. I don't think the jackal's ever been done. I could be wrong though. Yeah. But. He, he was in the toy biz. That, oh, he was. That, uh, minimum that that Clone Saga box set. Zach, remember that that action figure set? I like, remember that. Yes, he was. Yeah, that was the only time I've ever seen the jackal done. And you it know, was like a re. It's a repainted um, um, creeper. Some, something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was the creeper that they repainted and put a leather jacket on. <laughs> yeah, you skipped uh, the guy's first question, by the way. Um, no, you didn't. Yeah, where can I get the official Spider-Man crawlspace? Chris was right. T-shirt. Bertoni is selling them on the corner right now. Yeah, there, there's only uh, one in existence, and and if you want the actual, it, it's one of its kind, so limited edition, and it's actually been worn by one of the hosts on this show. <laughs> this show and watched. So that, yeah, that, that's more, like a collector's but... item. So. She only printed this one out of every 200 regular shirts that it say <laughs> Chris is right. Yes, so <laughs> for $1,000, we'll ship you one. Free shipping. Yeah. Shipper. Just give us and all the money will go towards the Josh is going to buy things for his Kindle fund. 
Question for Brad and Jr. Do you guys have any hopes for Superior? Yes, I do. A lot of them. Yeah, I think it's a potentially good idea, but I mean, I worry about the execution. Yep. Uh, question for Zach and Chris with minimum carnage over. <laughs> you guys want to see another Scarlet Spider Venom team up? If so, what kind of story arc would you like to see that isn't ass? I'll, I added the last part. I'll take that first. Well, I'd like yep. to actually. Um, First of all, I see a story where they are teamed up for the majority of the story. One of the problems with Minimum Carnage was that they got they, – they were separated for almost all of part one. They were together for part two fighting each other. Then they instantly got separated again until pretty much the final battle in part six. So there wasn't as much interaction between those characters – as um, one would want, but in that like part two issue, the way that Yost wrote the interaction between the two is really good. So I wouldn't mind at all seeing him uh, write another team up where they are actually in a more interesting story that has nothing to do with the microverse or Carnage clones. Yeah, let's let's give it a few years before that happens. Yeah, I, I, I would love to see it too. And then it, it, if it was... get, get a little closer to your mic. All right, sorry. There you uh, go. I would love to see it too. I mean, it's it's a it's a story that can be absolutely a lot of fun, and I I felt like the fun aspect of this of Minimum Carnage was lost because you had all this needless bullshit um, that was going on around it, and I, it just to me the best issue of the entire story was was when they were interacting with each other. So I I could take three or four issues of that. Uh, Question for Kevin, I'll answer. Uh, what Morbius stories would you recommend? I guess Amazing 101. And also his solo title yeah, in the 90s, I, was, I thought was pretty much solid. I, was I actually really like, uh, there was a crossover between Spider-Man and X-Men, which involved Morbius fighting one of them, which I, which I read as a kid. I really, really liked that. Friendly Indian from number uh, three posts. Hey, gang, I love the podcast, and I got a few questions. Zach, would the Clone Saga make a good video game? I think I've answered this one before, but yes, yeah. I think so. Uh, I think it would be kind of a fun with all the twists and turns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, JR, what's your favorite amazing cover with the Green Goblin on it? Uh, favorite amazing cover? Uh, I know the most iconic, for example, is number 39, the first Romita cover. My personal favorite amazing cover, though, is the... During New Ways to Die, there was uh, a variant with the Alex Ross painting of the Green Goblin's face. Uh, that, as far as amazing, but a couple of my other favorites weren't in amazing. Uh, Spectacular 250, where the shadow of the Goblin in the rainstorm, you know, over, you know, with with Peter and his friends cowering in the foreground, and uh, <laughs> uh, Spider-Man number 75, which was the wraparound, uh, Revelations Part Four. You know, the front was uh, Spidey and Ben Riley, and then the back was the Goblin. So that's another great one. I think if you go to allposters.com, uh, JR, I don't know if the wife would be up for this, but uh, you can get that cover as a poster, I think, from Alex Ross, and uh, frame it and put it in your office or something like that if you really love that one. Because I, I do agree. Oh, I've seen the one, the Dark Avengers 5 cover where he's got the mask. That's a good one, mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good iconic goblin covers on amazing kevin i'll answer or whoever wants it uh what morbius would morbius make a good spider-man movie villain how would the movie go mm, morbius is it's... sick and he needs to like test this science experiment but he has some assistant going like no no it's premature and then he does it and then he becomes a villain and then the assistant gets killed and then they fight and it's like every <laughs> other spider-man movie Chris was right. Uh, <laughs> everyone, what's your favorite other media adaption of Spider-Man? TV, movie, games, etc. I mean, Spider-Man 2 is one of my all-time yeah. favorites. Don't forget about the Nazi show! Although, the spectacular Spider-Man animated series was awesome. Yes. M-I-C, Mousy, M-O-U-S-C. 
the Mousy Show. I was right. With <laughs> Taxi <starring> cabs. <laughs> Taxi cab. <laughs> That's the way um, we became the. Wait a minute, that, I got in the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the new sitcom, The Mousy, and and it's roommates with Shashan, and Mr. Dikovich is their landlord. Oh, what crazy shenanigans will they get into? I would not watch uh, this show. <laughs> oh, who are you kidding? You'd watch every episode in Facebook. <laughs> as far as games, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions is my probably my favorite Spider-Man video game that they've ever done. Uh, Wall Crawler from Toronto, Canada. Happy New Year. Hope Mrs. and Baby Crawl Space got spoiled this Christmas. I hope the best for you and your family, BD, so thank you very much. Had a bunch of questions. Ava got Spider-Man pajamas, by the way. The so, page, right? And she also got uh, – Walmart put out this stamper thing. Uh, it had Spider-Man Christmas envelopes and, and Spider-Man stationery, and, and Ava did uh, pictures of Spider-Man stamping, etc. So that, Baby Crossfest had a little bit of Spider stuff this year, as usual. I uh, had a bunch of questions lined up for the podcast, but I'm only going to ask one and answer – anyone can answer it. How will he be superior? Marvel says he will. <laughs> that, 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 that's his name, and he said it out loud. I and am the superior, and he said superior. But in his in his mind, he thinks he's the better. Well, it's 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 mine is the superior intellect. I mean, it goes back to that line he, that Slot used in in, in twenty eleven. So it's more of a presumptuous, self inflated thing than an actual objective labeling of the character. Yes, right. Next question, Lockdown, our newest video reviewer on the front page. So welcome, Ryan, Mr. Lockdown. Uh, let's see. If you could bring back an old cast member such as Charlie Snow. Okay, who is Charlie Snow? Help me. Reporter for the Daily Bugle. From where? When? From way back when. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Wikipedia is on the line. Uh, <laughs> Looking <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Billy Walters, Angela Yin. I don't. Even, wow, lockdown. Who, they're, they're, they're both Daily Bugle too. Okay, etc. Who would it be and, and why? And Shashan is Bertoni's answer. Well, she, she's already back. I, you know I, what? I, I can't exhaust the Shashan. Well, I want to see the Prowler back. Uh, uh, Jessica Carradine. I'll go with what Zach said. A I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Billy Waters back. Yeah, I mean he he was a fine character, especially like when uh, Jigsaw Jameson. I mean Jonah came over and like Jigsaw gave Jameson. Jigsaw Jameson. <laughs> oh, we're where did that come from? Uh, there was a storyline. I think Jr. was talking about it. I think last month, where Jameson shows up and he's in a, like a fedora hat and a trench coat, and Jigsaw Jameson's from the uh, the nickname <laughs> from the animated <laughs> the nickname from the animated series. When he so. was an investigative reporter, he was like some sort of wacky gumshoe private detective. <laughs> JR, anybody you want back that you haven't seen in decades, like uh, Bertoni Shashan? <laughs> Bertoni Shashan? Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny because I remembered I, I had said that I thought Stan Lee avoid, you know, didn't you know do uh, make some of the mistakes other people did, and as far as offensive characters and stuff. And then I realized, crap, he's the one who created Shashan. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew once I said it, it would be disproven. But I guess he didn't have her say by the Buddha or anything else that, yeah. that, that Tony's uh, noted. Or so uh, I, I, about her adult education classes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as characters, if they have to still be living, frankly, I'd like to see uh, Captain Watanabe back. If they don't have to be living, I'd like to see Gene DeWolf back. I like I, I like Spider-Man to have a friendly face on the police, a, fr a friend on the police force, uh, and I like broads. So you know. Well, then Carly <laughs> Cooper's the character for you. Oh yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she sure is. She's uh, she's more schizophrenic than Deb Whitman. Do you believe Phil Urich works better as the Hobgoblin now, or is he better as the heroic Green Goblin? I don't like him much as the Hobgoblin, but I gotta say, as the, I, I read the whole thing of his heroic Green Goblin series, and I loved it. It's great stuff, but. That type of character, the, like, you know, young 20s, you know, doesn't know what he's doing with his life, slacker who becomes a superhero, that is something that there's a lot of out there. The kind of supervillain that Phil Urich, supervillain that Phil Urich is, that's something that is a little more unique. So, I think he works better as the Hobgoblin. 
Yeah, the guy who well, who uses his tech to peep on girls just as much as he uses it to steal things. I like that. <laughs> well, you know that that story. I don't think. I mean, the Falco didn't have long to run with it, but uh, the idea of taking a villain's name and making him a hero is an is an interesting idea. It, it, it's a good series. I recommend it. I loved it. It's all in yeah. trade. I agree. It's a good series. And the, and that guy was so Green unstable. Too, he, he, I could yeah. easily see him becoming a supervillain. Green Goblin is too iconic of a villain. I, what if they took Paste Pot Pete? Yeah. Or somebody... No one would care if they were saved know. by Paste Pot Pete. It'd be worth Aquaman. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> <laughs> Last uh, poster, we've got a few questions from JGC from Montreal, Canada. Uh, Ke- uh, Kevin, any chance we'll be seeing you in Whedon's Shield plot? Yeah, Kevin. Pilot. That's why he's not here today. They're filming uh, well, right now. You know, he's. I'm, I was. I was busy filming. He's actually filming. Yeah, exactly. He's filming Shield right now. Be sure to tune in. Uh, Jr., what's your theory about who the villain is in Star Trek Into Darkness? We got another trailer. Are you still convinced it's Khan, Jr.? Or is it? They say his name is Harrison or something like that. But yeah, the. The character's name is so is John Harrison. Uh, right. JGC, thank you. I I was really worried because nobody had asked me a Star Trek question, and <laughs> you were the very last one, and you got a Star Trek question in. So, <laughs> uh, but before I answer that, I guess one thing I, I'm just really amused by the the debate, like when they say that, you know. It can't be Gary Mitchell, for example, because you know, uh, yeah, Bernadette, you know, because Cumberbatch's character is seen fighting, and you know, Gary had psychic powers, or Cumberbatch can't be Khan because, well, one, he's white, or two, and I'm thinking, people, do you know what sandbox you're playing in? This is science fiction, you know. I mean, this <laughs> this is a franchise that brought a character back from the dead because the actor changed his mind about whether he wanted to do anymore, you know. But I mean, I, I mean, I, you you can say I I don't believe it's Mitchell or I don't believe it's Con because of, but it's amazing, and they get people get just very. You know, it can't be, and it's like fool. It's science fiction. It can be about any damn thing. <laughs> you sound like Luke Cage there. I expected a, a something Christmas. Sweet, oh, Christmas. Sweet Christmas, fool! It's science fiction. Well, yeah. <laughs> what my what my theory is is I do still think it's Con. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be. I won't be broken hearted if it isn't. But I think it's still Con because I I, I you know again there. Uh, they originally approached Benicio del Toro, and yeah. they also apparently made overtures to a, another Hispanic actor. And Cumberbatch apparently gave gave them such an awesome, you know, um, uh, demo. Yeah, thank you. And you know, I mean, and when you look at Cumberbatch, and you look at you've seen him in the trailer, he's not going to be playing a he's going to be playing an over the top megalomaniacal you know, villain. I mean, you're not going to waste him playing Gary Mitchell or Garth of Izar or something like that, or John Harrison. I mean, I, I, I do think that, and besides, if Khan truly is this historic evil figure from the past, of course he's going to have plastic surgery so he can walk around. Otherwise, people would, you know, like, what if Hitler came back? Hey, there's Hitler! <laughs> you know, I mean... I'm, well, there, there's hints in the new trailer. Yeah. There's, um, oh, Carol Marcus is that blonde chick. Right, that's, right. Been that's been confirmed. The the homage of the touching of the hands on the glass looks like Star Trek II. Yeah. And the uh, the ver- there's a very quick scene where it's apparent that you're seeing um, cryogenic tubes, uh, or which could be could, which could be the could crew be of the Botany awesome. Bay. Uh, oh yeah, you know, and another thing people I've seen people say is, well, the original con, you know, it took place in the 1990s. The 1990s happened, and uh, con never happened. It's like, oh come on, just make it fiction exactly. <laughs> just, well, just make it the 2060s. I mean, you know, like in First Contact. I mean, you know, the 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 world had been ravaged by war, and uh, you know that's the the world that Picard and his group went into. Make it that time period. I mean, come on, you know, grow up. <laughs> Sweet Christmas. Uh, BD, Avenging, uh, um, wait a minute, Avengers, Amazing Spider-Man, or Dark Knight Rises, which one was your favorite? Uh, Avengers. Be true. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man was number two, just in the exact order you wrote it. Dark Knight was my least favorite. I liked it, wasn't crazy about it. I want more Batman and Cowbell. Batman. Uh, (laughs) favorite moment of the past five years of Star Wars Clone Wars? I would have to say... Um, and this is more than just an episode, but going to Star Wars Celebration 
this last year and sitting in that big room with everyone and getting to sit up in the front watching the season premiere and getting to meet a lot of the cast and um uh, one of the kids uh, who I work with, he got to meet James Arnold Taylor privately, and that that was just a great experience. And it made it gave me a bigger emotional connection to the show after going through all that. Uh, let's see. I, I just couldn't get into that show. It's it's not for everyone. I, honestly, I like it. It's Star Wars and everything, but it's not. I can go months without seeing it and then just like you know power through a bunch of episodes in a row to catch up. They got, I wish it was on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? No. And they get, like, there's really, really, I don't want to say horrible episodes, but mundane episodes. But then they'll do episodes that are, like, really, really good. Yeah. Real quick, how did Darth Maul come back? Um, He survived getting cut in half, and, like, he went insane, and he was on, like, some junkyard world. And his brother... Say what? It, it reminds me of, like, how Carnage, you know, it cut him off right at the waist. Yeah, his brother found him and, um, like, put him – he has, like, robot legs now or something, but they had to decide that he that they couldn't find him and have him be, like, the same Darth Maul that he was because then the question would be, well, where's he been the last ten years? You know, mm-hmm. it's, so they had to show that, like, there was damage done to him and he couldn't just, like, you know, go back to the way he used to be. Chris, if you had to recast Matt Murdock for a new movie, who would you choose? The Rock. <laughs> and you smell. Oh man, real? Uh, who do you like though? No, you, I, really I the rock? have no idea. I was, you know, if I gave a joke answer, we, we could just move on. Um, <laughs> I, well, it's the last question. I don't want to rent on the rock. All right, thanks everybody for listening to the Spider-Man Crypto. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm really bad at this game because I, I don't know who the. Because um, every time a, a comic book character is cast it's always someone i haven't heard of like i haven't heard of andrew yeah. garfield until he was spider-man and etc so um, I, I'll, I'll i'll throw a name out there chris pine okay the, he plays captain kirk on the new star, star trek series he he kind of looks like a matt murdoch to me i disagree oh well who would you pick then don i don't hey now simmer down <laughs> how do you top ben affleck yeah <laughs> I actually thought Affleck was okay. I like that movie. Bless it. I do too. It's not as bad as everybody gives it. Gives it. The director's cut. Near as bad as everybody gives it. It must be. Yeah. Even I liked yeah. it. Liked it too. All right. Uh, real quick recommendations. Uh, let's see. Jr. You go. What do you like? Not a one. I went to see uh, Parental Guidance with the wife on Christmas, and uh, I cannot recommend it. So. <laughs> that, Billy Crystal. Yeah, movie. can't recommend it. So, I loved it. <laughs> it's too bad. Uh, Zach, recommendations. I've got six. All right, hit it quick. The iPad. I got one for Christmas. I've been using the Comicsology app to read it, which is my other recommendation, um, and the podcast app to listen to my podcast. I've enjoyed them both. They're, uh, the Comicsology app is nearly flawless. There's some bugs with the podcast app that have been fixed, but. Uh, really a nice way of um, replacing what was once the iPod app, and it had everything with it. They've kind of been separating things out. And, and it has, like, a cool aesthetic where if you lift up the cover art, it has, like, an old-school tape recorder setting on it. And both of those are free in the iTunes store. I'm recommending the thing that I'm using and talking on right now. We've talked about it, the, the microphone. It's called the Snowball Microphone. It's made by Blue Electronics. Uh, you can find these on Amazon. They're fairly inexpensive. Um, very, very well done. The headphones I'm using right now are the Beats Audio headphones. Uh, they're pretty good headphones, but they're pretty pricey, so I, I got them as a gift. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought them myself. And finally, the one comic recommendation I have, All New X-Men by Brian Michael Bendis and Stuart Immerman. I have really been enjoying it. Now it's on issue five as of this recording. So uh, cool. five issues, pretty solid. Nice. Chris, what do you like this month? I will actually second Zach's recommendation of Comixology, and I never thought I'd say this, but I am seriously considering and have mostly made up my mind that I will be ditching buying new comics in paper form and just downloading them all because I'm, you know, for a while there I was thinking you can never duplicate the sensation of paper in your hand, but... You know, there's the sensation of having paper all over your floor and falling off your shelves and basically, <laughs> like, piling up against your walls. And 
I don't need any more of this crap, and it will all be in my computer. Or it won't, actually, for some reason, you're not. They won't let you uh, download onto your computer. You have to read them off the website, but you can download them onto your phone or an iPad or anything. And the actual um, reader. Uh, software is really nicely done because it uh, it zooms in on an individual panel or even a part of a panel and it moves across the page in a way your eye would naturally move if you were holding it in your hand. It it doesn't quite give you the the best uh, way to see an entire page at once because a comic book page is bigger than most computer screens. At least it's they're they're taller vertically. Yeah. And uh, that that's one problem. And so, so if the art depends on you looking at the whole page at once, for some reason it's not the best, but you're sacrificing the art of the complete page with the uh, and it, what they can do with the way that the um, focus moves. I've seen interesting things done with it, like I was reading Snyder's first couple of Batman issues, and in the credits, they, the way the issue was drawn is they had the credits to the side of the panel, and they would have the on the digital copy, the panel would first start with the art, and then it would expand sideways when you click to show the credits. And I, They can do interesting things with it. And one of the best things is that Marvel is constantly having different sales where you can download comics for 99 cents each, and I think that's exactly the price that they should be. And so I, I was able to get the first six issues of Scarlet Spider, which I hadn't read yet, which were all awesome. Recommend that. Uh, the beginning of the Hickman's Fantastic Four run, I haven't gotten to the part with Spider-Man in it, just the first couple of issues where Reed at Richards is um, meeting all of the different versions of him from alternate universes, and they've created a council of like the, the Reed Richards of every universe, and they're trying to solve every problem. And th- that is just a great story. And I've also started reading Wolverine and the X-Men, which is the best X-Men I have read since Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men. It might, I, it might even be better. It's so funny. Like, I just read the issue where uh, Deathlock is teaching a class, and he's telling all the students what the different probabilities of them uh, having certain outcomes in their lives in alternate futures are, and it's really, really funny. Um, so those are some great series and a great way to read them. Cool. Who, who wants to go next for recommendations? I can go. Okay, hit it. Sherlock! Oh my god! Yes! Oh, I watched that yes. over break. I, I agree. That show, okay, because like, I know Zach recommended before. I know, I think Brad's recommended before. And I know Kevin did. I finally finished season one. I still have two to go to. I, I, I didn't burn through it, but like, you know, it was like, like once a day, like for the last week and a half. It's just. Yeah. I mean, I knew I had. I, I was stepping in good territory because, you know, I'm, I'm a, I've become a recent big Doctor Who fan, and Moffat's doing Sherlock as well. But my God, like it's just so awesome. Like like uh, Cumberbatch and Freeman are really good actors. I know that Freeman's getting a lot of play with The Hobbit, and Cumberbatch is in, uh is going to be in Star Trek. Holy crap! Watson is The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. which I've not seen yet. Why didn't I ever put that together? Probably because yeah. of the curly hair. But uh, no, it's oh, just. Wow. I mean, I watched. Uh, and I think I mean as awesome as season two, season one was. Season two was so much better, which just makes the whole <laughs> yeah. show just so entertaining. Like. One caveat, I will say one caveat, because I won't be honest if I don't say this. I will say, Moriarty does really piss me off. I can't stand that version of Moriarty. I don't know what oh, it I is. Just, don't, no spoilers oh, for two, but I, I just, uh, I dug him in the end of that third episode of season one. I was like, whoa. It's just, I, I think it's sort of like, like along the lines of like a Joker-esque kind of like, like, exactly. kind of character. And I don't care for that, because it feels kind of derivative, but, but barring that, like, Sherlock is just, it's I mean like like uh, Scandal and Belgravia and Hounds of Baskerville especially were so awesome, and yeah, like I, I cannot, uh, I, they announced that like they won't start production on season three till t- 2014, which damn it, but <laughs> it's a yeah because because the the actress is so busy with their other schedules, but that was just fantastic. Um, and also to kind of uh, bridge off that, um, the Christmas special of Doctor Who season seven, The Snowman, was really good. Um, I'm not a big, uh, you know, sickler for Christmas specials, but like they introduced a new companion, uh, Clara, and it was just amazing. And, and Matt Smith's great as always. And Moffat wrote that one, which is just, if you guys want to kind of get into it, that's a good place to start. So yeah, BBC shows all the way. Cool. Uh, Bertone, what do you think, sir? Well, 
I've I'm gonna echo the comicsology uh, recommendation. That's three recommendations in one month because <laughs> I put all my resources from different gift cards I got for Christmas together and ordered um, a Kindle HD. Originally, I I thought because to me these tablet readers uh, to me they're for reading books. I don't understand. People are buying them for games. Like one of the kids I worked with last year got one, and I said to his mom, "Oh, cool. You know what books does he have on it?" She says, "Oh no, he got it for the games." I mean, I can do games on my iPhone. You know, it's uh, if I if I'm getting a reader, I want to be able to read on it. And I've ordered lots of books on it already. I ordered uh, the based on Zach's recommendation and reminding me last night the JR's book. What is it called? Uh, Webslinger. Yeah, Webslinger. So JR, you got a sale. Ching. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole dollar. I gave you JR. some royalties. So oh, there are no royalties, trust me. Originally, <laughs> I was going to get like a Polaroid seven-inch tablet for like a hundred bucks at Walmart because I just wanted to read. But I was like, you know what? I want to do this right, and uh, I got this is the Kindle Fire HD eight point nine or whatever. So like, it's a little bigger than the seven-inch ones because I want to be able to read comics on it. And uh, like Chris, I've had the problem of my comics. Ah, this is worth texting me. Okay, I'll put them on silent for a minute. Sorry. I have the problem of, like, comics are overflowing in my house. Like, you go to the bathroom, and there's, like, comics <laughs> on the bathroom shelf and everything. There's comics all over my bed. I'm not kidding. It's, like, it's oh, accumulated. No. Not, yeah. They're all over my car, and this is, oh. you know, and, and I have some scans online that I use, like, for research and for when I do, like, articles, like the Liz Allen, Harry Osborne one from earlier this month, and it's easier to like get the scans that way sometimes but uh, are you using long boxes for furniture <laughs> i'm t- is your there- television sitting upon several the, long the boxes? image entertainment center my <laughs> <laughs> left right now there is a tower of long boxes that is like almost tipped over and crushed my wall if i had a small animal it, it would be dead <laughs> so this <laughs> So I so at digital comics, like I tried reading comics on the iPhone, it's too small. So even though the screen it's like it's a little under nine inches, it's still not the same size as the comic, but it's close enough that if I do a full page it looks good and the right. image is crisp. But I can also do the panel by panel thing, which sometimes when you're reading a comic, if there's something that happens on the bottom of the page, you see that when you turn the page. So the surprise is kind of undercut. So the Comixology app, that's great. And last night, you know, uh, I'm a member of Amazon Prime, so I can, like, rent movies and watch movies for free and stuff on there via the wireless. It's great. Uh, One of the kids I worked with, we were going to watch a movie, so we watched Back to the Future. He hadn't seen it before. I hadn't seen it in years. That movie, it has so many coincidences and plot contrivances that I would scoff at normally. But that movie, it's it's a fun movie, and you can they can get away with some of this stuff. The score is great, and Christopher Lloyd's comedic timing, and uh, yeah. I almost called him Marty McFly, Michael J. Fox, the way that they do the lines, it's and the kid loved it. And like kids these days, they're used to movies that are paced so differently, you know, and they can't watch old movies because of the pacing. They get bored easily and want to play Minecraft. So <laughs> I know you hate that. I hate Minecraft. I. I I'm sorry, crawlspace listeners. I hate Minecraft. I'm forced to play it for work, and it it, it drives me nuts. I hope that. <laughs> so, and my <laughs> other recommendation is from Comicsology. You know, I've been getting some old back issues, so I said, "All right, let me check out this Ultimate Spider-Man 16.1 thing." That is. Now, I'm not going to pretend that Brian Michael Bendis read the articles and, like, got paid. Because <laughs> he's always written Betty Brant like this since before I ever got on a keyboard. But, oh, my God, that's like <laughs> that's like a dream issue. That's like, if someone was going to pander to me, that's the issue. It's Betty Brant going around and everyone talking about how horrible she is and how much they hate her. Oh, yeah. with her getting murdered. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I told you. Thanks for me. I... I told you you would you would love that issue. You're like ah. Oh, well, well, well. At the end of it, Josh rolled that issue up and smoked it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read it. It's like Jameson doesn't like her, Benya, and like all these nobody liked her. Those two, they talk about like how how she's. <laughs> it's great. So that's my recommendation. Yeah, that's hilarious. Anything else, buddy? That was Anthology, awesome. Kindle Fire HD, Back to the Future, Betty Brant dies. 
A couple comics and TV show. I'll do the TV show first. Dexter wrapped up with the latest season with a hell of a cliffhanger. Or just the last episode before the final season airs and comes back. Freaking loved it. Thought it was awesome. Liked it a lot. Uh, I think I recommended Hulk last month. I'll recommend it again by Mark Wade. Really good stuff. I was pleasantly surprised and uh, impressed with the Thor Marvel Now reboot by Jason Aaron and some beautiful artwork with the artist I can't remember right now. Thought that was a really, really good book. Uh, I Over Christmas break, I dug deep into the to-read pile, came across Villains for Hire, written by DNA, who did the Marvel Cosmic stuff. Liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I also went really, really far back in the to-read pile and found a Fred Van Linty miniseries that probably nobody read, Taskmaster. Really, really good mini. Four issues, probably in your dollar bin if you want to check it out. Liked those a lot. Any final thoughts? Don? Despite my rampant negativity, I actually it really liked the idea of Superior Spider-Man, like, like Dr. Octopus convinced to be a better uh, superhero. Uh, uh, obviously, I, I didn't like the, the execution, but we'll see where we are a month from now. It, it's going to be very interesting. JR, final thought? Uh, my wife has sent me about three texts in the last five minutes asking me when I'm going to be done, so <laughs> that's my final thought. <laughs> that text, Ava has just cleared out your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> She's two already. Uh, uh, Bertoni, final thought. <laughs> and I'm and I'm also getting texts from my clients saying, "Hey, when are you going to work?" Look out, <laughs> Chris. Final thought. Well, I'm looking forward to Superior Spider-Man, and as I read it, I will keep in mind what Jr. said about how everybody is the the hero in their own mind, and how Doc Ock has never really considered himself a villain anyway. So maybe this isn't as big of a shift as I was thinking and try to see if that way of looking at it improves the idea for me and uh, I'll be enjoying coming back and talking about it and writing about it and uh, I hope it's good Uh, Zach, final thoughts Um, Shout out to Michael Bailey for talking about this microphone Hopefully it sounded good, Uh, I don't know because I'm not the one listening yet, so um, thank you guys for uh, for being on, let me be on the show again, and uh, hope till I can see you guys next time. I thought you did really good this this episode, sir. Thank you. All right, peace out. Adios. Deuces. And that's a wrap on this episode. Before we go, I want to give another shout out to our sponsor, MailOrderComics.com. Another example of their great prices is on Scarlet Spider number fifteen. The description reads that this is the most savage fight the book has ever seen, and that Kane will never be the same. The cover price is $2.99. Mail order has it for just a buck eighty-five, which is 38% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Thanks for listening, gang. I'm your host and webmaster, Brad Douglas, for the Spider-Man Crawlspace.com.